Happy Easter. Welcome to the very first, the number one, ground zero of Man Fully Alive podcast. My name is Michael Sheeran, and beside me is... I'm Deacon Nicholas Moragas. Today we are going to be breaking into our very first. I've never been so excited about so many things <laughs> to share with the world. And this, this, our, our podcast is called Man Fully Alive. And it is based off a quote that is St. Irenaeus, who was a second century uh, bishop and martyr of the church. And he says that the glory of God is man fully alive. When was the last time that you, as a man, in any area of your life, felt fully alive, thought you were fully alive, thought you were doing exactly what God was asking of you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe never. Maybe never. <laughs> Maybe when I look in the mirror, I go, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you, you think of the, the, the vast list of, of titles or roles that each man plays, husband, father. <clears throat> they have their career. Son, brother. Son, all this. You name it. Our relationships, but also, I mean, titles too, right? Like what's expected of us and what do we expect of ourselves? And uh, yeah, I look in the mirror and I go, oh, maybe I fulfilled one of those roles today. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and you know, uh, I don't think I'm different from other men when I say that I probably put a lot more energy and time into being a good employee rather than all these other vocational callings, such as husband and father. And for me, deacon. I mean, my yeah. goodness, we, we put so much in that. Uh, the, I think you hit on something that is so human, so innate to who we are as, as men, as, as, as husbands, as dads, as fathers, as all of these things. We have so many responsibilities. Once you've taken any of the calls that a man could have in his world. You get a job. You're now an employee, but you might, you might also be, have to be a follower of someone or a leader of others, yeah. right? There's so many little roles that just in a single given day, you're called to be. You, you're, you're walking into a store. You want to hold the door for somebody. You're called to be a gentleman. You're called to be all of these things. And in our church, we have... A, Truly, this this gigantic surplus of examples that you could. I, I always think that the greatest soap operas that were ever recorded in time were just based off the Bible, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about cousins and in-laws and 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 murder outlaws. and yeah. outlaws and and death and guys who were killing all the Christians and then becoming one of the greatest evangelizers of Christians and. At this core, at this core, if the glory of God, if, if us witnessing the Lord in our world is us fully alive in it, then man, let's, let's kick the tires and start the fires. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And, and Irenaeus, you know, lived an amazing life and had associations throughout the church, uh, writing so much, uh, so prolifically, uh, on the Gospels or, or on the readings that ended up becoming uh, the New Testament. And so uh, what a witness, and, and, I, and I do, I love this quote, man, fully alive. That's, that's precisely what we're striving for. Um, and to see a, a man like Irenaeus who, 
who learned from Justin Martyr. Justin Martyr, what a man, right? I mean, willing to stand up for the faith, willing to take um, a stoning to death to red martyrdom. Uh, to I mean, show... it, it wasn't called martyrdom at that time. Right. It was named after him. It's right. This is the guy who, who started a trend Justin that Martyr. saints would follow later, right? Precisely. And man, you want to talk about some truly badass individuals. This is just, it is huge. It is huge. Yeah. And at, at our core, I think every man wants to feel that sense of purpose that the saints felt for the Lord. Yeah. And they want to feel it in their daily life. Yeah. We, we want to feel it at that moment in the morning when we wake up and we look at ourselves in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and if I don't feel like I've matched up to, to what I think it is I should be, you know, we have to ask some of those tough questions. Well, how much is it that I'm failing at or, or how much is it that I'm, I'm not really clear what it is that I'm being called to be? Maybe I don't even know the definition of the of, of all these titles that I hold, yeah. and, and how to fulfill them properly, or 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 what kind of fruits? Because here's the thing: we always talk about a list of to dos that we have in a day, and oftentimes when we're looking at the church, the church can seem like a list of don'ts. Yeah. Oh, this is the place where I go where they tell me I suck at everything, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's not what it is. This is this is supposed to be the place where you are loved warts and all and you are surrounded by a bunch of people that are every single one of them warts and all themselves and so if i'm if i'm just touching any of you out there that are listening to this this is a podcast for works in progress by works in progress precisely yeah 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 <laughs> and and uh you know i guess we could bring our wives in to 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 witness to that, but that might not be necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you guys will figure it out True after enough. a couple of these episodes anyways. True enough. And you know, and, and it's so easy for us to fall into that trap to think, gosh, it's just a, a, a list of rules that say, no, don't do this, can't do this, don't do that. But we forget that behind it all, the true meaning is uh, Christ, uh, through the Ten Commandments, through the Beatitudes, through our faith, is teaching us how to be happy, how to pursue Him, how, how to have... Uh, reasonable happiness on this side of life and eternal eternal happiness on the other side. Um, man being fully alive. Yeah. Both today and forever. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like uh, the image in my head is is you where you feel like nobody's looking at you, nobody's waving at you, nobody's realizing you in, in where you are today. And, and, and hopefully the light at the end of the tunnel is you walking down that same road in life and realizing you are surrounded by people that are pursuing the exact same thing you are. Yeah. And they're looking for authentic examples of not just holiness, but happiness. Absolutely. There is such a lack of true, authentic joy in this world. And every commercial, that's the beauty of this. Marketing has changed our perspective that if I get this thing or if I get that thing, every commercial shows this guy who's like, oh, I'm kind of unsatisfied with my life, but now I bought this car. And now, look, all my neighbors awesome. notice me. Oh, now everyone in the neighborhood has this car too because I'm such a trendsetter. No, 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 no. There is nothing in this world that is more attractive than holiness. And we want to show you guys how to start changing your life. Just 
peeling back one layer of the onion at a time and starting to really make yourself available to your family, make yourself available to these people who are needing authentic examples of manliness. Absolutely. And and like you said, you know, the, the, we hope to be surrounded by them, right? We hope that they're surrounding us today on Easter. How, how many... Uh, how many people are now in the churches today worshiping God for the, his resurrection, for his greatness, uh, which we're about to read about, talk yeah. about. Why don't you, uh, why don't you, gospel. why don't you kick that off? You can, Nick. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Prayer. Always steeped in prayer. Uh, in the name of the father, son, Holy spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this day, this day of your son's resurrection. Uh, the day of our eternal happiness of our salvation. Um, and, the glory uh, that you show forth because you are making the world anew. And so we celebrate this Easter uh, in gladness. And we thank you for this past season where you have prepared us in, in and through Lent. And we just ask you, Lord, to help us to raise our hearts and minds that we may hear your gospel message, that we may continue to learn from you, and that you may bless us this day and every day so that we will experience uh, being fully alive and giving you glory, uh, both in this life and in the next for eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we continue in that same spirit of prayer by reading the gospel today, which comes to us from John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial clothes there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. It's an awesome reading. The Gospel of the Lord. Holy Thank you. Yes. Holy man. The Gospel of the Lord. Sorry, I got so excited after reading it. I just wanted to start Lord talking Jesus immediately. Christ. Oh, it's so good. Think about this. This is uh, this is Super Bowl Sunday in the Christian world. This is where every hope begins, right? Whenever you are saying, "Man, I'm really hoping that this turns out better than this," the only reason we have hope is because we know that the suffering that is existing in this world, in this constant drudgery that is the human condition is going to end and if you live the right way and if you pray the right way and if you know god it's going to end in heaven yeah yeah and the right way is not a formula the right way isn't necessarily like you have to say these words and bend your knee here and bow your head there it's 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 the it's an attitude it's interior it's about mm -hmm. loving christ about seeking his will in our life um, so let's go ahead and look at a couple points in the gospel. Um, uh, at the beginning, we have Mary of Magdala, Mary mm -hmm. Magdalene, uh, going to 
Simon Peter and to the other disciple. The okay. other di- disciple is um, described as the beloved, right? The one whom Jesus loved. And the beloved disciple, it's not a far jump to assume that that's John, uh, the young uh, beloved disciple. And so she tells them, and they take off, right? Yeah. Uh, they get to run in, but Peter's a little bit older, and uh, running is a little bit harder for him. Yeah. So I mean, John, he, he didn't he didn't say you were the uh, the rabbit on which I'm going right, to build this church. Right. He said you're the rock. He's the rock. Yeah. As so you he, know, rocks do well when they're thrown, but he was not thrown. So he was not thrown. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's bogged down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So John gets there first, but it's interesting. John peers in, but doesn't go in. And he, he, he waits because Peter, having the authority, Peter being the leader of the church, is the one who's going to go in and discover first. Yeah, when you were talking about this earlier, you called it a tip of the hat. Yeah. Like truly a, a, a gesture of humility. Precisely, precisely. John recognizes who he is, who Peter is, who Christ is, and, and Peter's the one that's going to enter in first. And so he does. And when they're both in there, I love how it says here at the end of the gospel, it says, he saw and believed. You know, they spent so much time with Jesus and he taught them so much and they were still pretty dense, right? It's not until this moment, it's not until they actually witness the Mm. resurrection and they haven't even seen Jesus' body yet, but they see the evidence. Oh my gosh, this is what he's talking about. This is what he was going to do. Oh, you mean he was actually, he was actually going to resurrect. You know, they saw and they believed. And in the last line, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. It's dawning on them all of a sudden. They're going, oh, you know, what what do teens say these days? OMG. Oh my God. It literally, they were (laughs) beside themselves. Yeah. I'm just imagining John. You know, he waits outside and Peter runs in and then John's not in yet. And here's OMG. OMG. That's right. That's right. Yes. That, see, that's him tipping his hat to the younger yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> but they're, they're amazed. Uh, and they're, they're realizing just how powerful this day is. Just how powerful the mystery of Christ's death and resurrection is. Mm. It's just dawning on them. And, and, and how, how appropriate that it's morning, right? Yeah. Uh, it's dawning on them. Um, so Wow, morning in so many ways. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's the new day. It's, it's... And, and, and morning, right? Think about this. Like they were in a state of mourning, and it was morning, and this new life, right? That they thought the life had ended. They thought that all that they had spent over those last three years following Jesus around, right? Yeah, this this is the this moment. Is, this is like an aha moment, a scriptural aha moment for the the founders. And, and I'm not saying founders in the in the reason like Christ is the founder of Christianity. Had they wanted to kill Christianity, all they had to do was kill his followers. Yeah, but they killed him, <laughs> bringing it about. Right. Right. They they did what was inspired. And fulfilled every part of the gospel. And the people who they thought, these bumbling idiots, these guys, they're not gonna, they're not gonna amount to anything. And now, two thousand years later, you and I are sitting in a little studio talking about this man that changed everything. That is now the reason we have hope. Precisely. And in fact, that's a really good point to, to continue on, is is that 
their realization of the resurrection is not only a, a, a fuller and a deepening and more mature uh, development of their of their faith, but of hope in particular. I mean, it was so hopeful when when Christ came into the world, and it was so hopeful when he was going around um, and gathering his uh, apostles and disciples. But to overcome death, and to and to launch his followers. Um, to, to go and evangelize to the world this this gospel message of resurrection, of life, of forgiveness. True hope enters the world at the resurrection. Yeah, because what's the thing that all men fear? Death, an end. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, or, think about that. Or death. that everything is nothing. What is, what, is, what is so scary about death is the fact that it's over. Right? So final. It's, it's complete. And this is something that every living thing in this world comes to know. And guess what? Our God beat that. Amen. Hallelujah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the message right there. That's what this day's all about. Yeah, like the thing that everyone is afraid of, the ending that all men must face for us is, is the beginning. And so whether you are a man or a woman listening to this podcast, the glory of God is man and woman fully alive. Now, we can't talk too much to the female side of this, so we're going to focus primarily on the one we're most familiar with. And the questions we're asking are about when was the last time that you felt alive in all these roles that you are being asked to fulfill within your life? Husband, father, son, brother, friend, lover, companion, employee, the list goes on and on and on and on. And what our faith offers us is not a list of do's and don'ts. Our faith offers us the guide to be fully alive and be more happy than you have ever been at any stage in your life up to this point. One of the one of the best parts about scripture in general is not only does it does it uh, teach us and form us, but but it challenges us, right? We get teachings, but we also get challenges. And uh, looking at this gospel, I, I love the way uh, Mary Magdalene goes to to Peter and the beloved disciple, and she says, "They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we do not know where they put him." Of course, she's still assuming that he hasn't been resurrected. There's, there, she's assuming that they've taken his body. She doesn't know where he is. Um, and to kind of flip that on its head just a little bit, to kind of ponder for ourselves in our own life, like where have we put Jesus? Where is he? You know, is, is, he, the, is he the bobblehead on the dash of the car? Uh, or is he in the back of the closet? Or is he sitting right next to me, but I don't really listen to him? You know, if the challenge of the faith is to make Christ the, the source and summit, the, the very center of our lives, um, are we doing that? Uh, how, how can we do that better? How can we place Christ first in our lives? And I think the real challenge after the resurrection is recognizing he's done it, but now he's passed the baton on to us. And the way that we carry the baton of the faith is by following Christ, by putting him first and central in our life. So I think the challenge this week is to, to honestly reflect and take account of um, the centrality of Christ in our life.
And if he's not there, how do we put him there? Well, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been the very first episode of Manfully Alive. We're going to finish in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you for an opportunity to pause within our day and reflect on just what Easter is and what we are what we are experiencing with your resurrection in our life. Thank you for all of the countless blessings you have rained down on each and every one of us that we are just living and, and, and pulling in and, and truly just basking in the glory of. But also thank you for all the challenges that life throws at us because these are opportunities where we can grow closer to you. So I pray that over the next week that, that both, both myself, Deacon Nick, and, and all of the listeners here can find out where they have left you in their life, that shelf that they have put you on, and bring you back off that shelf and, and create a sacred space for you in their heart. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Again, we will be putting these out on a weekly basis, so you feel free to tune in and just binge. This is Michael Sheeran. And this is Deacon Nicholas Moragas. Signing off for Man Fully Alive.